0: So welcome to More Than Isms Extra. I have Chris Thompson here. Um, so Chris, talk a little, just share a little bit to folks who, who may not know you who are listening, a little bit about what you do and your Twitter activism <laughs> and writing as well.
1: So, uh, yeah, by day I'm an engineer, mm-hmm. by night, well, 5 p.m. through <laughs> 9 a.m., uh, I write a lot. Mm-hmm. I write for the city paper. I write for Five Forty West Main. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start to write for Positive Force Movement, which is a, a yeah. I
0: just saw them.
1: Yes, it's oh. essentially a body positive gym.
0: Oh, okay. It's a gym. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, or personal training center. Yeah, because they they do have they do have all types of equipment, mm-hmm. but their focus is uh personal like more one-on-one training mm-hmm. like the classes max out at eight people okay so i'm going to start writing blogs for them mm-hmm. occasionally as yeah. uh, as they allow me yeah uh it's great and a lot of your writing with city at least for now is food so yes food credit. lots of food writing and I did you get to write about hamilton that was fun
0: and yeah you just roll so the latest you did a fried chicken place like over <laughs> yeah
1: chicken out and then, um, um,
0: yeah, Chicken Owl, which is on Blossom, it's like a pop-up.
1: Yes. So, they'll be anywhere. So, oh, you, they gotta, be anywhere, you yeah. have to follow them. You got to follow them on Instagram in order to uh, know where they're going to be next. Right, But yeah. Like, the regular spot is, like, Thursdays. Right. At, Blo- at Blossom mm-hmm. Road Pub. Yep. Uh, I just wrote something about a Stingray Sushi Yeah, I saw that in this yes. week's city newspaper. Yeah. If you haven't if you haven't seen that that's that's a fantastic place. Yeah, it I have I want to try it now. Yeah. It's it's so funny because when I first saw it, I was like, oh damn gimmick. But right. then I realized that everybody in there was Dominican, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. wait a minute. <laughs> and then I looked at the menu, I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. And where is it where is it at on South Avenue? So it's on South Ave it's like near the end of South Ave, Ab- up going towards Henrietta. Oh, okay. You know the that little perfecto- triangular. V- yes, uh-huh. Yeah, they're in that little V. Okay. Um yep. I don't know if exactly that's so that. yeah if you if you ever if you wanna to go to the brick and mortar store, that's where it is. It's in that shopping center. Mm-hmm. Um and then the the truck they've got a schedule, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's prime time. It's like summertime,
0: but it's it's very small. Is it's is it mainly it's, like they got about okay. I think
1: they got like six tables in there. Okay, and then like a bar area. Mm-hmm. Okay. so it's not like it's not huge, right. but yeah, you can you can sit. Yeah, you can so chill out and yeah. sit.
0: Well, that's great. Well, I'm glad you're here. So for so this is a new new podcast concept. More than Islam Extra is basically an extra edition of More Than Isms. We know Mm -hmm. that um, that's 540 show um, co-created with Mercedes Fulon every Friday at 2 on 100.9 WXIR, And I wanted to have additional content that we could sort of have more of an opportunity to talk with more candor. Um, I do share a lot on social media, and 540 is also a, a digital digital content. But, but sometimes you want to just go a little bit deeper, and mm-hmm. you can go on, on independent, community-based radio. And so this is, is what More Than Isms will give us an opportunity to do. Um, and the great thing about it is that it'll actually be exclusive content for 540 monthly members, which is really right. great. Um, so I'm glad to have you here. Just sort of hot topics. It'll be just a little mini hot topics episode. Um, this month is Pride, of course. Yes. Um, yes. Here in Rochester and all in cities all over the country. And I know that you recently wrote a blog about trans rights and mm-hmm. trans um, transphobia in the Black community. And we just sort of have been texting about like deeper conversations about that. Um, you did a blog which is on 540 West Main dot org um about like like why you shouldn't be transphobic basically and Mm -hmm. um it got a lot of hits i don't think people don't often comment usually just with blogs and i I know i don't really ever comment so um but but i just wanted to sort of hear Mm -hmm. a little bit more about your thoughts and um was was in terms of just growing up as a black man was i know a lot of black families you know homosexuality is just not you either right. don't talk about it, or if you do talk about it, it's, <laughs> it's like, like we don't talk about it. Disparage, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of of transphobia, I feel like there has been transphobia in the Black community just since Probably. the beginning. Yeah. Even even in addition to homophobia, in terms of just like people being called transvestites mm-hmm. and, and the drag, etc um but but for, for you specifically why do you think it's important to, to for people to hear that message especially where we are now in in
1: time because like trans rights just like black folks rights or human rights mm-hmm. we're all fighting for the same thing at, which is equality mm-hmm. and like the people who start who like really kicked off the modern like LGBT rights, like movement, were black trans women, right? Black and brown trans women. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna butcher her name. Her name is Stormy. Uh, I can't remember. Her first name is Stormy, but she was a drag king who mm-hmm. was arrested at uh, at Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of the one of the trigger points of the Stonewall uprising. Right. Uh, then there was Mary Johnson, who actually was in the middle of it, mm-hmm. and then um, Rivera. The the she was she was um, I believe Puerto Rican.
0: Is it Marsha?
1: Marsha P. Johnson. I'm okay. sorry. Mary P. Johnson. Yeah. Okay. I got election stuff in my head still. Um, Marsha P. Johnson was one a black trans woman mm-hmm. who actually like was possibly murdered, like she died mysteriously, quote unquote. Yep. Uh, had been like working in like the New York community, like starting up like shelters for young young gay and trans kids mm-hmm. had been like advocating like on City Hall and all mm-hmm. that stuff. They these are people who are people of color who were making history. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to hate on them?
0: Yeah, and oftentimes not even...
1: The history has been so
0: whitewashed, Mm -hmm. almost erased from history. So when talking about Stonewall, I feel like there's an exhibit even here in Rochester at the downtown library. If you haven't checked that out, you really should. But I feel like the Stonewall and the conversations about LGBTQ rights has been whitewashed quite literally oh, yeah. co opted by mm-hmm. um, either white men who are who are gay or or white women who are lesbian and the the intersection of of the black community in mm-hmm. terms of of fighting for the rights of the LGBTq people is something that is not discussed in history mm-hmm. and I think there's almost like a a resurgence now with Twitter and black Twitter mm-hmm. bringing attention to these individuals who for have not have not been given their historical due. Yes, for for the movement and, you know, it's it's interesting because I feel like drag has always been part of the black experience, especially with, with cisgender mm-hmm. straight men. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about sitcoms like Martin. Oh yeah, um, Eddie
1: Murphy. Uh uh-huh. Tyler Perry. And, yeah, and like a whole bunch of Flip Wilson uh-huh. back Even in the sixties. Yeah.
0: Like, um, all wig. the time. Yeah, and, and but but done in a very much like will laugh at you, but mm-hmm. then when those same people are like someone's family, then it's a very different conversation. Right, exactly. Almost, you know, it's really like for 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 jokes, for mm-hmm. laughs. Um, and so I think it's really important for people to know that this is so important because there are this sort of, ep- this epidemic of trans mm-hmm. women being killed, black trans women being killed, that... People are social media is
1: trying to bring attention to, especially in Texas for sure. Oh man, Texas is like they're like they're number one for it, which is horrifying. Mm-hmm. I think at least three people died this year. this year, yeah. And one of them, one of them was assaulted like not even a month before, and then she right. was murdered. She was assaulted over a fender bender, right? Yeah, and and, and even
0: just in terms of people. Wanting wanting to be able to work, getting their mm-hmm. licenses, getting their name change, etc. Yes. There are a lot of systemic barriers to this mm-hmm. conversation, and then when you add the layer of race to that, it mm-hmm. creates super unsafe environments for people, not only in society but even in their families. and And I know that in just research that I've done, the pro, um, how many people who are homeless who are trans. Mm-hmm. Um, you, more likely to be homeless because of a family, some people being put out mm-hmm. and just not having any safe space to go. And something that I'm learning about the out alliance here is that many, at least from what I've been told, because there is a trans like employer forum happening. They've been renting space here at 540. Mm-hmm. They, they don't feel safe. At the, they don't feel safe by the out alliance and the out alliance, I guess has had within the community, instances of people feeling microaggressions, implicit bias against oh, yeah. black people in the LGBTQ community, black trans people, and the out Alliance has a lot of work still to do in terms of inclusivity, um, which is interesting as well. Yes.
1: I, yeah, I heard that, and, you know, this is the second year that I've seen a cover story about a Rochester Black Pride, mm-hmm. which is an answer to that not right. feeling... Um, inclusivity and one of the I think the main person uh, Adriana Lim mm-hmm. was interviewed again about it last year there was backlash so for a huge backlash yeah and people saying oh, well gosh. you're separating yourself and yeah. Like, no you separated us mm-hmm. so if like if black folks in the community who are queer are saying we are feeling separated from you it seems like you should listen to that. Mm-hmm. And I got no shade. Like, I volunteered for the Out Alliance. I was volunteering for the Out Alliance when it was called the Gay Alliance. Right. You know, but, you know, we need, you know, they need they need to listen to mm-hmm. people who they, they say they want to serve. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a big conversation about uh, police at Pride. Mm-hmm. Right. And there was a whole, like, live stream of them talking about it Mm -hmm. and essentially what they said is we hear your concerns but we're still going to have the police there right (laughs) right and yeah yeah that uh yeah
0: Yeah, it's it's an it's an ongoing conversation and i feel like i appreciate your article for bringing attention to that because it is something that you know people it's like othering another layer of othering, and then when mm-hmm. it's being done by people, the conversation is, well, is black lives matter, but only some black lives, again, within right. being marginalized, already part of a marginalized group, mm-hmm. which makes it even, you're even more marginalized. And, right. Um, you know, I think there's it's cultural things. I mean, the black church is a big conversation. Um, yeah. There's hypocrisy in the black church, and mm-hmm. and, 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 and and just... I don't know. I think I think it's something that people have to talk about I've talked to my parents about it, who have very sort of like traditional views in terms of like we don't see it for that. <laughs> we mm-hmm. don't see it. Um, there are people in, in my family who are, I'm, I'm assuming, are transgender. It was just mm-hmm. never discussed to us in that way. Right. Um. But but really, you know, a, a boy a, wearing girls' clothes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just something that you just don't talk about a lot. And so building the language, I think people have a hard time with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's not something that's just in the black community. But I think when you when you think about the black church and Christianity in the United States and how, you know, in terms of identity and people feeling like they want to they should be able to express themselves you know, this more masculine norm that is compelled in the black community mm-hmm. because of the, the stereotypes that we already have to contend with as, as, as an ethnic group and minority group in the United States. And so when you add that, it's just, it's, it's, you know, people feel like trans is almost like separate from the LGBT
1: or LGB, mm-hmm. LGB. Like right, right. Yeah, Which I think the most poignant thing I saw was somebody made a cartoon. Uh queer artist made a cartoon mm-hmm. uh basically animating the LGBTQ and like the L and the G were pretty large. Mm-hmm. The B was invisible. Right. Like just glass. The T was was a coffin. Oh and wow. then the the Q was Just like a question mark Mm -hmm. and like it's facts like we Mm -hmm. you know we're in the middle of you know we're in the middle of pride month Mm -hmm. and like trans women are still dying Mm -hmm. like I'm looking at a list right now like the last one was two days ago 25th the last reported one Mm -hmm. there could be another one out there Mm -hmm. and that's not even counting you know murders around the world right which like in Brazil, it's it's, right. it's insane. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's, we gotta, yeah.
0: The U.S. needs to, and I, and I, there's still very little media attention to mm. it from like sort of mainstream media, which is why it's, it is so important to continue to to talk about these things on social media and, mm-hmm. and to share when I see things on Twitter that I that I agree with and think that it's you know our the five forty platform agrees with sharing these things and pushing people's thinking and, um, you know, it's, it's all about, I think, no matter what you believe, allow, giving people the space to make their own decisions and have the free will to live mm-hmm. how they want to live and to not make it about yourself because it's like, well, what difference does it make how you live your life as long as we're supporting each other and it's not infringing? on I me. And I think that that's, people all want to take ownership of other people's lives almost. Mm-hmm. You know? And like police literally police yes. what other people are doing and that's that's the part that I don't understand like it's like okay I don't agree with that it's not it's not they're not hurting anything right or so what's the problem
1: mm-hmm. um, some people just feel they like they need to control everything. things they don't yeah.
0: understand it's interesting so, so you know I, I, I if you haven't seen Christmas I can't even think of the
1: title but I think it's why your black ass should, yes, right, should yeah. celebrate pride. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> yes. um, I was very frank, right?
0: So five forty westbaneorg is, is is and you go to the blog section five forty blog. That's that's Chris's most recent article for for our platform. Um. So yeah, so that's that's a hot topic, of course. Has the, there hasn't been Rochester Pride the, the festival yet?
1: The, so yeah, Rochester's Pride Festival is in July, which is
0: technically like everyone everyone,
1: but mm-hmm. it's
0: you usually it's like catered to cisgender white men really, and that's a lot. And a lot of it. More of the events. Mm-hmm. I know Black Pride has done a fundraiser already, mm-hmm. that happens, I think, in in August. Yes, more of the events for Black Pride in August. So. There's a great write-up for this year mm-hmm. with Adrian and some other folks who are connected to the Black planning. Um, I think not in this week's City Newspaper, but in the last week or the week before last. Yes. If you haven't seen it, you, know, you can go to Yeah, to they the city have the cover. Com. Yeah, They got a great cover. There's a new the flag the that flag is unveiled fantastic. this year. <laughs> the flag um, is dope. Yeah, so that's, that's a hot topic. Um, did you see the debate? Yesterday, so the debate. There's a debate tonight. Mm-hmm. I did not watch the debate. I was like, I got. I just don't even want to. I was like, I can't. I. I yes. I feel like, and of, of course, you see some of the highlight reels, and I'll mm-hmm. listen to NPR and the dissecting and everything. But there's just so many candidates, and it's just like
1: half, to me. Half of them need to like not even be mm-hmm. there. Um, um, I'm still firmly in my hashtag No Dude 2020. Like, in the primaries, I'm mm. not voting for any cis white dude. Okay. I'm probably not going to vote for any cis dude. <laughs> so, that just... That knocks out, like, three quarters of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the people I'm looking at, we've got... Let's see. We've got Tulsi Gabbard. We've got Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moore, Warren. We've got Kamala Harris. Yeah. uh Amy Klobuchar. Okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christine, Christine Gillibrand is yeah. still in the race. Okay. So, that's five people right there. Okay. And I might be missing... One. Okay. So of yep. them I found out Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard is a vehement homophobe. Really? Oh yeah. It's okay. like it's almost on Hotep levels. Mm-hmm. Whatever Hawaiian hoteps are. Mm-hmm. So that that's out. So we're down to four. Mm-hmm. We've got Elizabeth Warren, we've got Amy Klobuchar, who I don't know much about. Mm-hmm. We've got um we've got Christine Gillibrand who I voted for for Senate. And we got Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be between those four, and honestly, I'm not impressed with any of my choices. Mm -hmm. And mostly it's because of like money that they took or actions that they made, policies that were made, especially Kamala, yeah, sort of her as a DA, even beyond the DA thing. Mm -hmm. Like, as a senator, she voted for that Foster Sesta bill Mm -hmm. that actually puts like women and sex workers in more danger right. by shutting down like platforms that they were using to legally, uh, you know, right. do their trade. Yeah. So yeah, like
0: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know yeah. how she's sort of re- reconciling that and speaking to it. I mean, she is a good sort of pivoter, or mm-hmm. you know, she's a good talker in terms she's of damn speaking. good lawyer. She's great. yeah, she's great <laughs> at what she does. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, the, the two funny sort of memes that came out was. Was it Cory Booker mm-hmm. um, speaking Spanish? Right? <laughs> and, yeah. Um, was it Pete? Was it Beto? Be- was it Beto? It yeah. Be- well, Beto's—he's—it wasn't. It, no, is, it was another. It was the other. I thought it was the um, the gay white guy. Oh, Burridge? I British? thought so. I mean, he knows like he knows, knows, like, he knows like a
1: good seven languages, so it's totally mm-hmm. possible.
0: Well, it's interesting because in the United States, there's this xenophobia in. Mm-hmm. Racism about many Americans, especially you see it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like why? Like why are you speaking Spanish? Like what right. is this, and the United States is one of the only, I think, the only developed nation in which it's not cultural to know more than one language. Like, right?
1: Yeah. Which is insane. It's ridiculous. Like we've got Canada to the north. Mm-hmm. We've got Mexico to the south. Mm-hmm. The two languages that we should be incorporating more, not just in high school, right. are are French, French and Spanish. Spanish yeah. Like oh. it's not that hard, and you
0: you see ra- really racist rhetoric online mm-hmm. about like why should you know Spanish? <laughs> mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're from a cultural perspective. I think we're moving. Isn't it like now Hispanics are the one of the biggest, in terms of population, mm-hmm. ethnic groups yeah. in, in the
1: world. like in, And to so, be fair, yeah. like half of this country was Mexico at one time. Right. Yeah. so it kind of yeah. makes sense that we should know Spanish.
0: So it's interesting. I haven't really guided in deep about like, what the context of it beyond Twitter, which is really mm-hmm. funny. Um, so that happened. Then this week, there was also the primary here in Rochester, mm-hmm. which people were some surprises. on um, Rachel yes. down her um, won the primary for I think she's the twenty third. the twenty fifth representative. I can't remember. Mary Lepian. <laughs> was like a landslide.
1: Yes, sixty
0: percent. Sixty, yeah, sixty something percent. And then the school board: Amy Malloy, mm-hmm. um, Willa Powell, which is the incumbent. Yeah. Beatrice um, LeBrun. Beatrice and Ricardo Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was hoping. I you know I I can see where people. There's so few people that do actually go to the polls in Rochester. It's not surprising that Will DePaul was, like, the landslide in terms of being an incumbent. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the things that I was, I was... I I just like to listen to it, because it's, like, almost like a... It's like a game. It's so, like... They hype it up it's, so yeah. much in Rochester. So I'm listening to WXXI, and they're, like, back and forth for two hours. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, um, does this mean that, like... What's his name? Van White is on the way out because he didn't win the... The bri- the primary for the judge. Mm-hmm. He was running Melissa Melissa Barrett and N- Natasha uh, Latasha. Uh, Harris, I think it is maybe I'm. That, that sounds familiar. Between the name, but two two black women for sure, oh. um, who who got the primary, and mm-hmm. um, the the designated candidates did not win. I think Victor Victor Sanchez was the. Um, sort of for the district for that Rachel Barnhart won. So it's mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, Rachel, this was her, I think, fourth go around, and she finally, she finally got it. <laughs> At late age. If you don't first yeah. you don't succeed, keep on trying. Um, I'm really proud, proud of Stanley did. Martin for running, being mm-hmm. a new young person, mm-hmm. and getting her name out there. Um, I think that's
1: that's great. I don't think we're going to see the last of her. Either. I don't think so. Yeah. I I really hope we don't. Like, um, I really want her to.
0: But I feel like at the down. same time, Mary Lupin has really almost, like, she's been running a campaign for three years. Like, she just, like, yeah. never stopped. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. And Mary Mary started out, um, I've I know I've actually, I've got a personal relationship with Mary. Like, mm-hmm. we've been friends since I first moved into Rochester. Okay. So when... I first met her. She wasn't really all that political. Like she had views, you know, similar to what her campaign had. Mm-hmm. But like she wasn't all that political. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I'm not sure what triggered in her. But like she started getting. I think it was like she she went to, uh, she went out of the country um, to work a right. couple of times. She came back. She, you know, started working at a charity mm-hmm. for a while. I think she was working right? at St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's, yes. Yeah. And then she, um, and then when, uh, the primaries for the 2016 mm-hmm. election came around, she got very active in the yeah. elections. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that she won. Mm-hmm. She's always had ambition. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not even, yeah, absolutely. I'm not I surprised think she really won at all.
0: Mary is actually a doer, which mm-hmm. I think is wonderful. She lives in Beachwood, right? Right, it's wonderful. So and, she walks yeah. and talks. Mm-hmm. So that's that's definitely a hot topic happening. Um, I don't know what will become of the referendum. City council mm-hmm. did vote to to allow it for for the November. So I guess it'll be up to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll it'll be interesting to see how it all sort of shakes out in terms of, of the. Rochester City School District, which is always a hot topic, mm-hmm. um, but I do want to just congratulate the 2019 graduates and valedictorians and salutatorians yes. um, for for making it across the stage despite odds against them. I think every single student um, who graduated, regardless of whether they were valedictorian or not, should be commended and mm-hmm. hopefully able to continue on a trajectory where they get they get support. Um, that they need to continue to be successful. So yes. so shout out to the 2019 RCSC graduates um, who are, I think the graduations finally in this weekend. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. the longest month ever. Um, I know, I think, I've met some students who, who go to Rochester, what is it, International Academy, which is the refugee school for incoming refugees to Rochester. Oh. Um, and there's this at Hochstein on Saturday. Okay. And um a couple other schools are on Saturday as well at the Kodak Center, which is which is really great. So shout out and kudos to them. Anything else, Chris, that you wanna sort of get off your chest in that uh, in
1: this episode. Well, since we are on like the the school tip yeah. and elections, the the ballot measure to have the state take over mm-hmm. RCSD. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bit concerned with that. Okay. I can't see how that's going to be good. Be helpful. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, yeah I, 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 I get it. Um, at the same time, I'm also like, well, I don't know. I, 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 I would, I understand the concern about the state and the state have been sort of the root of some of the evils mm-hmm. from an institutional level. Um, but at the same time, there was so much conversation about this has to be a county problem. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to come together, and then from a, just from a logistical standpoint, like I don't see how else everybody will come together unless we mm-hmm. did you did do something like this. Like I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, was... I, I don't know. It's I I I I feel like. we just need to try something different mm-hmm. I think just nothing different has been tried really there's been like sort of band-aids right um so I don't know I'm interested to see I I the the thing about politics is that you know it's politic becomes political and so what I don't want to see happen is that it's like a push to really like make a charter school movement
1: right yeah that's what I'm worried about Yeah. like we need a public school and right? I do understand that yeah. concern as like Politically, this is really what they're trying to do mm-hmm.
0: which is what they have done in New Orleans mm-hmm. to not necessarily transformative success right exactly um, so i don't you know i don't know it's 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 an interesting conversation, but people listening have you able to vote and make the determination with your vote if mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see if the people don't support Lovely Warren in this, than what she will say. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it, I it's, a, that. it's essentially a, it's a glorified yeah. poll, more or yeah. less. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But I do know that folks like Ricardo, folks like Beatrice, they're, they're, they're new people, new blood. Amy mm-hmm. Malloy has children in the district um, who, who want to work together. I think the board has to get itself together as a body, Mm -hmm. Um, which we just haven't seen Um, I would like to see Van White off the board I just want him to like resign (laughs) you know what I mean I just feel like he's had right he's president Mm -hmm. Van just like to me if you're really about the people and the students and the families you say okay let me continue to serve in another capacity mm-hmm. and still support, right. but I'm just going to step down and give someone else a chance. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the board is paid. You know, there's that. Our CSD's board, at least. I would just like to see if, if there is no state takeover, the state saying we're going to make broad, sweeping, institutional changes to how the board is, how the, what the board mm-hmm. looks like. Yeah. yeah Only the state can do that The mayor doesn't have any control over that I would like to see term limits
1: Term limits would be great Yeah
0: I would like to see um, Mandatory training For any anybody who's like Looking to join the board mm-hmm. You have to have had at least Some sort of like Interaction with students In school In public right. schools Right um, Some of those criteria That are not there I could see um, So we'll see what happens um, It's interesting Yeah but I, I, it's good that people are talking about it, but there has to be action because it's the students who are suffering.
1: Right. You know. Yes. Because, yeah, at the end of the day, this is something that's happening. Like, the result is there's a human factor. Mm-hmm. In this, and I think this is what people don't understand about politics in general mm-hmm. is, yes, it's politics. Yes, it sounds boring, but at the end of the day, human beings are being mm-hmm. affected by it everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. So Yeah.
0: And sort of the last, the last event that I have, um, this episode of More Than Isms Extra is, so, is this Salva, Salvadorian, or from El Salvador, I think oh, it is? Oh, yes. The, the father and daughter who whose photo mm-hmm. we've, we've been shown repeatedly Too by the media times. who drowned sort of at the border trying to get into the United States. Mm-hmm. And, I'm feeling very much triggered by the images and the exploitation of their bodies laying in mm-hmm. the water, in, in, the, in the ocean, whatever, and it being exploited by media for clickbait. Right. And then people sharing it on social media, and I feel like it's exploitive. It, it's very reminiscent of the, the pictures of lynchings that we've right. seen in history. Right. Yes. Um, People made postcards about them, mm-hmm. and this this country has a historical record of of profiting off of the images of dead mm-hmm. black and brown bodies because of either direct directly from white people or the the policies of institutional racism.
1: And right. to me, this is just a repeat of that. It, I mean, it is so. It's, it's, like, one of those things, like, I get that we we need to know that this happened. We need to know mm-hmm. that these people were so scared for their lives that they risked swimming across the river and drowned because of it. Mm-hmm. Like, that is something that we need to, like, recon, not reconcile, but it's something that we need to know. Mm-hmm. I do not need to see the body. Mm-hmm. And this is the same thing that happened, like, back in the 80s when, uh, when the news didn't care as much about brown bodies then. Like, you'd see, like, pictures of war, like, in these countries. Actually, some of the same countries that are, like, fleeing north into the states to escape more, you know, more more turmoil. What they're doing is showing, like, you know, I remember seeing charred bodies that people were carrying mm-hmm. around, which it's... I, like as a child I didn't need to see that mm-hmm. as an adult still don't need to mm-hmm. see
0: it it's just so jarring and for me it's a, it's a lack of humanity and it's to say that because if if, if if the current, if the government if people, if the system cared about these people mm-hmm. they wouldn't have been killed, they wouldn't be dead mm-hmm. to even show it and so there's no respect for black and brown people, their bodies alive or dead Mm -hmm. To me, and we, one of the things that I saw a tweet about it in terms of just like death, whether it's at the hands of police, whether it's a shooting, people slain in the street, you rarely, if ever, see white people's bodies in terms of crime Mm -hmm. in the United States, like shown in this sort of just like flagrant, flagrant way, right? Open for all to see with no. Never seen that with no type of, like, just respect for the families or respect for the Mm death, especially with a death being so visceral. And there's no way that if those were, like, blue, you know, blonde-haired, blue-eyed people, that Mm -hmm. that that would be shown in the same way. There would be some sort of, like, cover. You'd have to click it, extra. um, And I was just shocked that, or not really, that CNN, Huffington Post, all of these media outlets were showing it in the header image with no type of like this is warning cover over nothing and mm-hmm. we we can't we can't have this conversation about i mean I, I I get that there are people who feel like well people need to see this, this is what's happening right now, but at the same time when it talk when we talk about race and immigration we' America has been here i don't want to say we mm-hmm. America has been here the Japanese internment camps where we Images of, of people mm-hmm. being persecuted by the U.S. government, more or less, were shown, and this is just a repeat of that to mm-hmm. me. And I and I and I don't I don't like it. No, I think it's just no. It's it's a shameful. It really yeah. is shameful. I and mean, I, I haven't had a chance to look at any other
1: like world media to see if there's a difference, like the BBC or. I know it's not on the BBC because I checked mm-hmm. as of. As of two days ago, I okay. didn't see any pictures on the but they BBC. talk about it. They did talk okay. about it, uh, like other other media outlets. I haven't gone to. Mm-hmm. Usually, I try to get to the English language sites and yeah. the other uh, yeah. some other ones. But um, like Daily Mail and BBC, I haven't seen it. it and okay. mostly U.S. media. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, the the underlying yeah. thing is that we have a whole. Uh, you know, we still have this whole situation of these basically internment camps for Mm -hmm. children, Mm -hmm. which, you know, as much as, you know, as much as is reported, you know, they brought in, the Border Patrol brought in a bunch of journalists to actually view the camps. Mm -hmm. And of course, it all looked nice and pretty and there was plenty of food and Mm -hmm. soap to go around when they, you know, brought people in and invited them. But that doesn't mean that the camps aren't overcrowded and right. it doesn't mean that this isn't a thing that this administration created itself. This is a problem that they created. And now they're trying to do mm-hmm. like damage control for mm-hmm. something that they made, mm-hmm. which
0: is disgusting. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, it's, it's really shameful. And I, I hope that people sort of understand that when we have these conversations, we have to have them in the historical context of of, of, of persecution of, of black people, of, of immigrants in this mm-hmm. country. And none of this is new. These are not new conversations. Um, there's, there's, there's a sense of just no hope in the black community because it's like we've been here before. This is a repeat of history, literally. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that everybody sort of really understands that um, and why there's like... We don't need to, we don't need to see people's dead bodies to to know and care. Mm-hmm. Um, it shouldn't take that for people to care. Right,
1: exactly. And, and the fact that, that you need to see that in order to care mm-hmm. like yep, it's a, it's a problem. Uh, yeah, it's it's really bad.
0: Well, we are going to wrap up this episode. Um, thank you so much, Chris, for for joining me. Um, I hope we get a chance to do it again for sure. Um, I love Anchor FM, which is the app that we're using to record. Um, if you are interested in making um, a podcast really quickly and easily and accessibly, Anchor FM is is, is where to, what to do it with. Um, it's, it's anchor.fm, um, www.anchor.fm. Um, More Than Isms, of course, will be um, released to exclusively to 540 members. Um, so those of you who are listening, please spread the word to other people to, um, get a a subscription at the $5 or $25 level to be able to, um, tap into this content. Um, so I'm going to sign out. Hopefully Chris and I can get some cooler, Well, I have, so I got a whole delivery of good pops. They're like these gluten-free, dairy-free popsicles and like Mm. fudge bars. Um, I'm going to do, like, a review about them. I'm so excited. They came this morning, and I was like, well, should I eat a fudge bar for breakfast? I'll save it for later. Yeah. But it's, like, ninety, close to 90 degrees today, so... Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was 95 in my car.
0: Ice cream is it. Ugh. Head to the Jazz Fest <laughs> this weekend. Um, I, I hope to get something else to you to you all before the 4th of July, but if not... Have a great 4th of July.
1: Or as I call it, July 10th.
0: <laughs> Chris <laughs> celebrated Juneteenth, <laughs> which we definitely want like a picture <laughs> blog about. He actually <laughs> took the day off the whole day um, for Juneteenth. And a great thing that happened for me this year is that I was able to create a workshop, Introduction to Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Because then I actually taught at Plant Parenthood on Juneteenth. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so, that was amazing. It was really was dope. Crazy. Um, if you don't know about Juneteenth, look it up because you need to know Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's again history that has been whitewashed and that we are not taught Um, and so that's what we're all about to teach you um, the history that you should know about Americans (laughs) and the intersections of race and, and, and privilege and identity so thanks for listening and we will be back soon have a great day